0: You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch.
1: Merry Christmas. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Simple Church Podcast. Scott is out today. He is off on assignment, but Jordan Phillips, our trusty producer, is here. And we have a special guest, Chip Mitchell. Chip, what is your title now? What are are we telling you these days? Tell us about what you do at Simple Church. The Big Guns. The Big Gun. There we go. I'm
2: not sure what my title... Well, I guess you would be called a productions pastor, Um, also shop manager, person who cleans up the convention center a lot
1: <laughs> in so, a bane mask the other day. <laughs> yeah.
2: so yeah basically my job at the simple church is to uh, facilitate all that happens in what we call hall three which is the main room so um set up tear down um then i also am responsible for i have a very very good team underneath me jordan is my audio um, director Always
1: underneath him. And uh, he's
2: He's basically <laughs> In charge of all audio That's in the room um, And then we have another Guy named Stephen Posey Who's the uh, Director of all the video And then um, I have two guys Named Joe And uh, Austin Who Take care of all the lighting So Lights, video, and sound, that's basically what I'm in charge of and, and making sure it's happening. Every yeah, what's week.
1: funny is if you've gone to Simple Church for five to six years, you might have never seen Chip. <laughs> you might have never heard Chip. Possibly you not. might not have ever seen any of those people. They are behind the scenes, but it could not happen without them. I think co founder might be on that title there too, Chip, because you are a big part of Simple Church getting started. Give us the one to two minute version of that. How long have you been a part of Simple Church? Where were you in that process with Justin?
2: Well, Justin and I have been known. Uh, Twenty five years, maybe. Wow. I can't think of how long that's been now. But um, basically, I met I met him when I was fifteen years old, and then we started doing student ministry together under Stuart Hall back at uh, when we were first Baptist Bosier. And then I fast forward. I was a high school pastor underneath him, and he was the family minister. And then while he was the family minister, when we were building, uh, he was in the middle of building Tiny Town, which is over in First Bosier. Uh, we got that project done. I switched to family ministry media, so I was in charge of all the media part for all the family ministry at that point. But then he started, I think it was around 2006, um, he started saying that, you know, if I'm, I, I feel like I have a dream to be able to start another church, uh, do it differently. So I was always in on that in the sense of, I'm, I'm like, okay, well, let's just figure out how we're going to do it. And um that was kind of, the, <coughs> excuse me, the start of it. And um, the the so from the beginning, we were trying to find out where we were going to meet. And uh, I we just had a call one day, and this was how specific it was. it was trying to figure out like where are we going to meet as a new church because we had no building. So I had called um, National Center Media uh, with the. Uh, just to to see, it, like, hey, people meet in movie theaters, and they said there was like this ad I saw. It's like, hey, they're they're um, if you want to look at a church m- meeting in a movie theater, like or, in a magazine. Yeah, or? it was like in a magazine or something of that so, nature. It was like one of those like, hey, this is what we're doing, right? And so we called, I called the Boardwalk, or, or called National Center Media and said, hey, are they, you know, the Boardwalk is a new theater, can do they have a church that's meeting there? And they said, "Yes, we have one that's on schedule right now." But if you, you know, want to put us on, a, push you on a waiting list, we can. I was like, "Okay, now let's just do that." And we were still kind of figuring out, are we going to actually do this or not? And there was a lot of things that were going on. So then it came down to like, "Okay, no, y'all can start the church. We're going to try it." And we couldn't find a place to meet. And then they called me back and said, "Hey, um, that church bought." bailed out do you want to meet here
1: right when y'all are launching yeah no right
2: yeah right when we're launching and so i told i called justin i said well uh that guy they called us back and he's like maybe god's doing something so and then that's how i got started and then we have met we met in the theater for several years and then um after i think three to four years we were at theater we were at the theater and then we transferred over to the streetport convention center And i think we've been there for nine years now I think that's right. Yeah, somewhere around there. That sounds right. Um, but that was the that was a big transition in that. So, so I've been there I, from the beginning, trying to figure out how to get church in different. <laughs> I think we've done church in every single building in that that's a public building in this town. So, and
1: I think another cool unheralded God thing that I get talked about a lot is you actually went and quit your job at the church you were working at before mm-hmm. you could be paid took a job doing something else to keep the vision of simple church alive and be there on Sundays and yeah. those connections ended up actually helping us down the road more as well talk a little bit about going and doing that cuz that's a big decision that you had been in ministry and yeah. you believed in simple church you went and took another job what job was that and what were you doing at that time
2: well at this at that point in time I was paid by first Baptist posure and understandably so that they needed just like hey you you know i was going and and helping him on Sundays, but I really need to be responsible for the, the things that I needed to do there. So the best thing to do was to just go ahead and, and move on, um, into another, into another position somewhere. But the question was like, where? So I started looking around. I actually interviewed with Bipsy for a little bit. Um, and then, uh, someone called me and said, Hey, the technical director, sorry, technical manager's position is open at the CenturyLink and, which when it was is now still Century you know, it, right. it was CenturyTel, Century Link, and now it's BGA or whatever. The Sack right? SAC Center SAC. or whatever. <laughs> and um, so they, I went and interviewed it, and I, I was like one of three candidates. And fortunately for me, they decided to pick me as a candidate. And, uh, and I was able to start, my start date was the day that they told me that I had to start coming back to work at First Bossier. and because I had taken off my vacation days on Sundays to just work at, uh, for Sundays on the boardwalk. So or, during the week, you uh, were yeah, working at week.
1: another church, and then Sundays you yeah, were going to working, Simple yeah, Church. Yeah,
2: keep it going. So then, um, and and then at CenturyLink, actually, it was a very uh, good opportunity for me because I was in a year and a half of being in a building that was was doing everything that we have been doing for the last fifteen years, and there's seeing big shows come in and out, and hockey and f- base uh, football. That was when we used to have arena football here. Uh, don't have any the of that wins. now don't have any of that now um but it was like i went in the busiest year they ever had <laughs> in the building and i did a uh and did a hurricane um uh, shelter in there oh, as well yeah. so um so i got a lot of experience whether you wanted that. it or not <laughs> yeah and and two it was really good is it, it was good for me to be able to have that experience and know what you know how to move in and out of buildings and seeing people do that every, you know, every week because uh, that's basically what we what we have to do now or we do now. So that's so I was doing that while I was doing so I was working at Central League as well as going and working on Sundays. So I was doing double duty at, for that point, point in time. So that was that lasted about a year and a
1: half. That's a lot. You've done a lot. Yeah. You've worn a lot of hats. And I think when you said earlier how long you've known Justin, you might just check your math because I've known you for 21 years now. You were my high school pastor. You were my first boss. Let's see. Hired me to be an intern. Right. You were there. And so Jordan was actually hired by you as well. So yep. everybody in this room has been worked for you at different points, Chip. Yeah. And we've all learned so a lot from you. so sorry. No. Nothing <laughs> to apologize about. But I will say the one thing I tell every intern I've ever had, I don't know if I've ever even brought this back up to you. One of my first jobs when I was 14, the year was 2000. And one, and you were converting the entire music catalog of the student ministry to put on this new technology called the iPod. Oh, wow. so when I got done with anything I was doing, my job was to go rip CDs, put them in the computer, wow. and I did a thousand CDs that summer. I am very confident. You probably did. And you still have that music on your computer. I do. That was I my do. when I got done doing anything. I was ripping CDs for you. So it's We'd called go way iTunes back. Plus. Exactly. <laughs> now, way yeah. different,
0: way better than it used to be. Ripping CDs and burning CDs.
2: Though I've heard those those terms infer
1: it's a different area that was
2: was the way that that was the change of uh, analog to digital Mm. that's a big deal
1: and I've learned a lot from you learned video editing did some stuff a final cut we used actual physical tape Jordan so back in the day cameras actually had tapes in them and you had to put them I know okay right. I know (laughs) (laughs) mini DV tape a lot of time together Chip and then when Simple Church started you were actually the very first one to reach out to me and just say hey I know you're wanting to go into ministry where you have a part time student pastor job is that something you'd be interested in I'd grown up at First Bosier like you talked about I wasn't sure if I to leave, and my plan was to move to go to seminary, and I was like, you know what, I'll give the Civil Church thing a try. It'll look good on a resume that I actually had work experience, and 14 years later, still here.
2: Yeah, it was awesome. I, I remember a lot of uh, opportunities that came along with you with you and, and, and Jordan, and also Scott, and just people that I'd made relationships with over the years. And so it just kind of was nice to be able to start something new um, at that point in time and get to get people around you that you've known and you've worked with and you've had relationships with and just being able to do that together uh, is always an awesome thing to be able to do. And I, I still, you know, those first days were, you know, crazy. Oh, yeah. Just in the sense of it was constantly moving constantly changing
1: and a lot of it fell on so, you let's go behind the scenes. Yeah. let's go behind the curtain backstage for a minute right when justin goes up and says hey we're gonna expand and open another theater somebody has to physically buy the materials <laughs> the equipment yeah. make sure it works hook it up figure out how to do that and that was you a lot
2: yeah uh, still no, is that's, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's true we're You're sitting right. there last night but talking was- to justin and we we're like uh Okay. But there was really Got no it. team yeah. in the beginning. You kind of had to build people up as you went. I don't know if there were volunteers and people to help, but as far as knowledgeable media people, you really figured out a lot of it yeah. as you were going.
2: And I did have... I mean, Bill Smith uh, yeah. helped me out a lot in the very beginning, too. Um, Daniel Dooley, who was one of my best friends, uh, was actually not in town at that point in time. And when he came back, he started helping me out. He was, he was one of the video guys that has always helped me. And we, <clears throat> you know, it was just... We didn't have a lot of money. We didn't have a lot of opportunity to be able to hire more people at that point in time. I was the first simple church hire. Um, it was really Justin for that point of time, and then it was like, then it was me as the f- first full time, and then it was just a lot that just happened when we were trying as a new church. You're trying to figure it out, right? There's so many different things that you don't think about, um, you know, just ministry wise. What is it going to look like? Uh, where are we? What is the direction we're going? Vision. You know, when you're two or three years old, you're you're just trying to survive. Oh yeah, and and we did well in the sense of you know God blessed us in a lot of ways because there was a lot of people that come in came in very quickly, and that's why we were able to expand to the convention center so quickly. When you have three thousand people showing up to a theater and they're in line going to going to services.
1: I remember having yeah. conversations like, how are we going to make lines that are enough people in the theater could yep. go? And that was complicated already because the yep. theater, we had to be out by a certain time. People yep. are coming in with movies. We had to go and get so – they would start playing the 30-minute preview and while we're in the middle of the service by accident. They'd forget to turn it off. There were always opportunities. It was hot a It was lot. hot. We were multi-site. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a second because yeah. we're all one location now, but you were figuring out multi-site church, so you were trying to get – Physically, Justin, to go and record, do different spots. We were at three theaters at one point, and yeah, that a lot of uh, that. Again, I think I think New.
2: I erased that from my memory.
1: <laughs> blocked it out. The trauma. Yeah.
2: Now it's um, you know, it was so different back in that day because it was uh, still physical cards. You know, we would have to record it and then jump it over there. Now, well, on, the let's internet, talk about jumping
1: it over. Let's yeah. let's walk through. Let's paint a picture for it because I don't think people really understand this. We were at yeah. the Boardwalk in Bozier, if you've been, and then we had a theater at the Regal Nine.
2: Uh, yeah, so that one we didn't do oh, okay. initially because gotcha. initially was that was it. the eleven o'clock service, and because uh, I, I that's when I was still teaching a little bit, so I, I did that run a few times, which was uh, you would teach three times,
1: yeah, nine, ten, and 11, 9, 10,
2: right? 10, 11 at that serve, and then you would jump over to the boardwalk. I mean, to the Regal nine, and then that would be an eleven o'clock server, eleven thirty. I can't remember exactly what. But they would have the later service. So what you're are referring to is that when we what made the, the changeover Town. to the convention center, oh, okay, the convention center was the main. We still have the boardwalk. That's Regal right. Nine uh, went to the boardwalk, and then uh, Tinsel Town formed. So in that regard, what <coughs> excuse me, what ended up happening was we would record him at the convention center. And then people would come and grab the car. They were standing by, right? ready
1: to run to get it in time
2: and run. To it was there Scott to physically... for a while,
1: right? Because I remember yeah. Scott got caught at a train one time. Eddie
2: did it one. Eddie, Eddie did, did, it. did it a lot for Tinseltown. So and then uh, financially, we couldn't afford to keep that going because uh, we just hit a snag. That was right back when we hit a snag with the church, and we just weren't. Uh, you know, we're still young, and we weren't taking in like people weren't giving enough for us to be able to. Continue that to go on, yeah. So we decided that we would pull everybody together in in one, and then we went to the convention center, and then we've been there ever since. And so, you know, it that was a that was a great experiment for that time. Again, like technology is so different now, Um, and that was probably eight years, nine years ago. Yeah. Um, And the advancements that you can do now, um, especially with the internet and streaming, is is makes Leaps things a bounce. lot easier than what they were. Absolutely. Some and some things and some things and sometimes they're not. Sure. <laughs> so it just makes it a little bit more oh, uh, yeah. availability. That's so. right.
1: And then it's Christmas time, Chip. You're <laughs> listening to this podcast. We're excited so sorry about, about, about Christmas about my at cough. the Civil Church. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, you're good, but I know Christmas it, it has a different meaning to you, Chip. Let's talk about this for a minute. Yeah. You heard the song in the beginning, The Grinch. Yeah. Chip, you are not known necessarily as Mr. Christmas around the office. <laughs> Yeah and I think that
2: got uh, you know that started when we had a staff meeting probably 10 years ago now you know you never somebody live it said something about you know christmas and I said I hate christmas and then I got you know Blast. jumped uh, because <laughs> I, I, oh I love christmas and I and I and I understand look I don't hate I was more of like an extreme example at that point in time. Plus, I was pretty unhealthy at that point. I was, had a lot more, a lot of therapy since then. Um, but basically, it was that I don't hate Christmas. What I hate about this time of year is the busyness of it. Mm. So, you know, and we still have it. And, and even as a society, as me, as a personal, uh, you know, personally, trying to figure out how to not be so flippin' busy. Hmm. And, uh, and keep, you know, just go, 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 go during this time of year. And I, if anybody has figured it out, (laughs) please let me know because I mean, I'm looking at it this week and we've, we've pulled 13 hour days, you know, all the way up until, you know, leading up to getting Christmas next week, I have to. Do dance recitals with my daughter, and then the next week is my son's birthday, and it, it's just it's just Never one stops. thing after the after the other. Then you run into Christmas trying to prepare for Christmas. So the thing is, is that um, I have fa- what I was frustrated with back in that day is that I don't know how to stop that busyness cycles. What I f- what I figured out now is that <clears throat> you're not you have to take the opportunity to be present. If you're not, you know, I, we could run to thing, to thing, to thing, to thing, to thing, to thing. But I'm trying to, to do better now at saying, okay, where am I at this moment? Because that's really all that matters. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the next day is going to come. The stuff that we're going to have to do is going to come and it's going to go. But what I'm doing right now, being present in this in this moment, is what matters. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> what I <clears throat> when I said I didn't like Christmas... Uh, it was that it was basically the busyness. However, there are, the part about Christmas that I love is there's a certain time period and, it's, and it, there's no other day in the in the whole year, especially if you're a believer uh, other than Christmas uh, that is Christmas Eve. And Christmas Eve, not necessarily our, our Christmas Eve services, which the, I, I enjoy the, the best part about that to me, is, is that I get to be with the people that I get to work with all we, all year. And we have that time together for a couple of hours to be able to do two services. And it's a lot more laid back. Everybody's kind of chill on it.
1: Because if you only and go to Simple Church, you've only grown up in this environment. Some churches do 8, 10, 12 right. Christmas Eve services over a three-day period. And, I mean, it's it's extreme. It's a lot. Yeah. So we do two services typically. I think we might have done three initially. We were doing them kind of whittled yeah. it down to two. but it is not as near as much as i know a lot of people do
2: yeah so but there's that time period whenever i'm done with that and there and it's quiet and i'm going back to the house and i'm just with my family and it there is there's a holiness about christmas eve and i think that's what i try to make sure that i'm focusing on more than anything else is that it is about our savior at that moment mm. and so whenever Whenever we forget about that and we get locked into the busyness, it really, it's about uh, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. That's why Jesus came is to give us a chance to have a relationship with God, to uh, to uh, that peace arrives on earth, you know. And we and through all the Christmas busyness, we just have we just lose it. I mean, and, and, and it's understandable because it's we're just so busy. But if we don't take our opportunity, but if I don't take the opportunity to just pull back and say, no, what is this really about? And it's about that. And so that keeps me, that's where I love Christmas. So there's this quiet moment, this holy moment that happens usually when I'm driving back from the Christmas Eve service where everything's just kind of calm. Mm. And um, I enjoyed that part probably more. And it's been that way since I was a kid. You know, so that there's there's that part of it that's that's really special to me. So
1: yeah, so just to clear the record, everybody leave Chip alone. He does not hate Christmas. We got that straightened out. But you know what it's all about this year, Chip video games video games tell yeah. us about the arcade series and if it's coming out you might have come for the first time this past sunday we have two more december 11th and the 18th that we've got some sets all kinds of cool stuff designed for you chip why in the world are we doing video games at christmas time well
2: honestly it comes down to the point to where somebody says what are we going to do at christmas cuz that's how it always starts that is, yeah, this is mean, like, normally what are we doing spring
1: summer yeah, what are we doing at it. christmas
2: and we've done everything and I, for whatever reason, I just I went on to the Google Sites and I said, "Well, what is the number one Christmas movie at this moment in time?" And and, uh, and it was a new movie. It was called Eight Bit Christmas. And uh, actually, I've never seen it, but it was a Netflix one.
1: I think HBO, uh, right? I think or something only, yeah. like that. But because most people hadn't seen it, it was a
2: story to. about um, a kid. You know, it was as a dad telling a story to his daughter about how he got the Nintendo for the first time. The that, NES, yeah, the original, the original one. Which was the one that I had. And I was like, you know what? Most, a lot of kids, you know, enjoy games. Oh, yeah. I I got a Nintendo 64
1: Christmas morning one year. Jordan? Yep. What'd you get? What was your system?
0: Uh, PlayStation. Two? I had
1: the first one. Yeah, one? Yeah. Yeah, You're old enough for that.
0: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You're like 12.
2: Not 12. And and then girls say, well, I never played video games. I said, do you play something on your phone that's a game? Mm, And I said, they said, yeah. I said, well, that's a video game. I, mean, I just so,
1: watched the documentary Justin was talking about on Netflix, Game On, and they were talking yeah. about Pac Man. They designed it to be more girl friendly because it was not as violent and something they get along with.
2: Yeah, so you know, and and Christmas is also about being a kid and having fun. And so when we do these themes, it's it's for it's really for the kids and the families to be able to have something to connect to and come down and just enjoy it um, for that period of time. Um, and then we also have we all always I mean it's like. I think it's all funny that, that uh, if the, the if people just don't listen or assume, well, why do you do video games or Back to the Future or, you know, all of these things that are, you know, I guess you would call them cultured things during, uh, you know, your Christmas time. And it's like, it's not like we don't talk about Jesus. Right. You know, it's like, I mean, that's, there is, there is the, it's, you know, Jesus he's not up there talking about like, okay, well, you know, Mario is going to come be your savior or something like that. It's not something ridiculous (laughs) like that. Yeah. You know, it's it's about being, I always think about it as it's about being a believer in the culture. Mm. So we're in this culture and and Jesus has called us to be in this culture. You're not supposed to be like, just go off into this, you know.
1: In it, but not of
2: it. Yeah, in it and not of it. But, you know, but not everything in culture is bad. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where Christians get hung up on, like what's bad and what's good, and all that. You know, uh, Paul talks about in Acts that all things are God's, everything, and and so when we can think, we can find things that are pure and good, and that are fun, and that you know, just because the world may have the world quote made them, doesn't mean that it's like taboo. You know, everybody Everybody likes to laugh. Everybody likes to have a good time. Everybody enjoys games. As your families, you uh, like you're talking about video games and in general, it's like families get around, they play cards or they play games or play silly games, you know, like, you know, Candyland or whatever when you're a kid or you know, And they enjoy that as families. Oh, yeah. Four you know? or
1: five years ago, video game sales passed movie sales, and I don't think mm. they've gone back down since. So right. there are a lot of people that like video games more than people even watch movies now. Right. And I know that culture, like you said, is who we're supposed to be reaching. Right. That's the point of the church. And we kind of go and I think about Christmas, that the church expects people to come back. <laughs> it's one of the most visited times. It's the highest attendance times of the year, Christmas and Easter. So strategically, we try to... Do something that people would want to come to. They would invite an unchurched friend to. If you're listening to this and you came this Sunday and you thought it was great, we want you to bring somebody with you, invite a family the next Sunday, bring your grandkids, and do something fun in the way that church can be different. And that's on purpose. We spend a lot of time, a lot of energy, we spend money to do these things because we want to reach people who don't like church, haven't been to church, want church a different way, and that they can see that there's a different way to do church. We're not saying it's the only way. We're not saying we're 100% perfect. It's the only right way to do it. But I think that it is so important that when people hear this or see this, most of the time it's critics, right? The people in the Simple Church that have been a part of it, they get it. But I think if you're listening to this, you found it, you're curious about Simple Church, you're not sure why we do what we do, it is a strategic spiritual decision to try to create outreach opportunities for people to come and be an experienced church. And then Justin preaches the gospel. That's the other thing, like you just said, that if you watch the message, or online, go look at, listen to a couple messages, and don't... Find a way to say that it's not preaching the gospel. It's not looking for salvations. We've baptized thousands of people over the last 15 years. It's not this weird cult that's asking Mario to be your savior, like you said, but it's something that we're trying to do for the sake of the outside person to enjoy and have fun at church.
2: Yeah. And I think that, you know, I understand why there's this – I think there's always going to be that tension that's going to happen when you're doing something creative, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, it's going to happen. People don't understand why. It's more the risk, yeah, yeah. And and you know, I mean, simple church was that way. Simple church at the beginning was controversial, um, just because we we're just doing it differently. But I always say is like my heart has always been to follow Jesus and to love people. And I think at the, if you look throughout the entire Bible, the whole point is the whole Bible, the the whole story of the Bible points to Jesus. And Jesus is embodiment of, I came to, you know, reconcile people together. Mm. You know, I I came to reconcile relationships together. And, you know, I heard somebody say this yesterday. It says that outside of relationships, okay, so like everything that, the Bible talked about in the very beginning, from Adam and Eve, is about Eden. It was about being together, being with, being with God, being right with each other. You know, and I, I think in relationships that's where we find what God has designed us to be. When we love each other the way that God asks us to love each other, when we can have empathy for each other and see from how somebody else, you know, it's like, hey, you know, this is something I've been challenged with lately is that they're in this room right now it's Evan uh, Jordan and me well Jordan sees things differently than Evan and Jordan Evan nobody said, sees it wrong yeah e- yeah, yeah and most of the time. and Evan sees <laughs> things different from me and and that's because you're the only thing in your two you, it's your two eyes mm-hmm. and you receive things through your uh, experiences and your trauma and all the different things that you have experienced in your life you receive that with your eyes ears and and you know and that's how you process things. Nobody processes... Ever, there's billions of people on this planet and everybody processes things differently. And the beautiful thing is God knows that and he's challenging all of us to say, see it from their perspective. Hmm. Because when Walk you... Walk Yeah. Basically, if you see the way... If you can take the opportunity to see the way that they see, you'll understand what... You have more empathy and understanding... Then you can have a better conversation, you know. Uh, it's when we get, you know, so focused on like us, our war, right, or you know, we we leave God out of the picture. Hmm. I believe on that. So anyway, that's that's a different.
1: No, that's good. Long, long That'll long preach, way, Chip. So that's good. So is there get ready for Christmas time? <laughs> Christmas is coming. You're listening to this and it's still before the eleventh of the eighteenth. We want you to come. We want you to check it out. We're baptizing on the eighteenth. So just a plug for that. If you're ready to get baptized, it's a great time of the year with Christmas to do that. We'd love for you to check that out. Go to the Simple Church app. We'll put a link in the show notes here. If you're listening, you can find all that stuff up. But let's go back in time, Chip. As we've gone and reflecting now, this is the fifteenth year of Simple Church. Yep. All the Christmases past. Do you have a favorite one that stands out to you? You know,
2: you send me that question and i was like i don't really and, I and here's the reason sure why. i have up. i have favorite moments okay but i don't have a favorite one altogether
1: oh i think you're missing the easy one jordan do you have one do you remember how I long have you been a long time right? well i mean you're thinking I, star wars i right? am yes, absolutely that that was not i was
2: all that was not that was there were some cool moments but that was so stressful that i didn't enjoy it it <laughs> negated it yeah. for you i yeah. got gotcha. you but the cool like but I think of I, I was, I'll was i give you three moments because right, I know on. we're, so one um moment especially with Star Wars were when we were able to get R2-D2 and 3PO 3PO C-3PO, C-3PO. there you go don't judge me Star Wars <laughs> nurse because I'm one of you Um but that was a really cool connection and, and it, he had a legit costume and uh, it, was, unbelievable. it was unbelievable so that was really fun to be able to do that part of it so that was a cool moment to be able to do that uh the second one that i would say is that when we were able to do um back to the future yep and i was able to get the delorean in almost got ran over and, yeah <laughs> and that was a that was a very cool um opportunity to be able to film and do that um and you know that was also when we did sinbad for the first time yep so oh, yeah. yeah so that was like a big that that was 2010 so that was a big uh, a big jump for us the first time we'd actually been in the convention center was that was that year we that's did Back fun. to the Future and uh, Sinbad? Yeah, and the same thing. That's a big year. And then probably my fam- my my best memory. It was a very stressful weekend, but that was 2013. It was the Funky Christmas, and Sinbad was at the Century Link, and we. Um, that's when the um, uh, the disco ball fell. Oh, <laughs> rip. And that was a uh, one of those bad things. But the the. But the night we did Wham City Lights with the video, we were forced and, uh, to dance against our yeah, will. Yeah, and uh, but it was just a it, you know I remember that it working. You know, because if you, d- I'll have to give it. There basically there was an app that was on everybody's phones that reacted to the video that we were doing. So it light, it would light up, and it would light up during the specific things. So if you said the color purple, it would everything would go purple. Right. And if you want to
1: watch this, I'm going to put links to the show notes. So I've got all these yeah. on YouTube. Subscribe to the Simple Church YouTube channel. You can go see for yourself. But it was a really
2: cool effect. Yeah. So that was a, uh, and then Sinbad followed out of that. So that was a lot of fun too. So those are those are. And I'm trying to. Th- oh. And probably my favorite set oh. that we ever did. All right. Um, I think if I was one day that I think that we knocked it out of the park, it was Christmas vacation.
1: Man, that house looked good.
2: It was the house. It was the um, the tree with the station wagon and the, you know, Cousin Eddie's, you know, um, <laughs> RV that was on the side. We put a lot of crap in there. But um, that was a really, uh, I thought... Man, this is really looks good. And anyway, I forgot, honestly, when we went on that year that we had brought in Denver and the Mile High Orchestra. Oh yeah, the second, the second Sunday. Yeah. So we mm-hmm. had a lot of going on, even mm-hmm. just for that. Always one. Always do,
1: so. absolutely. So I'm, Jordan, how about you? You want to stand out? Remember?
0: Uh not really. I'm kind of with Chip. It's it's a lot of it is so, just.
1: Head down working.
0: Yeah, trying to get it all it's, done. Right.
1: for Especially so, production. Y'all are yeah. doing a lot more than normal. I remember the Christmas year.
0: vacation one, though. Chip was like, Tricky's going to build the house. Shout out to Tricky. I was like, okay, cool. Like, I expected a little. No, it was a whole house. It's a
2: two story house. <laughs> and
1: oh,
0: then as we're. 15, 18 feet tall? Yeah. And then as we're deconstructing it, Scott almost died. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not the only time Scott's almost died. <laughs> it was Christmas. like, woo! That's yep. right. Yeah, Star Wars Christmas for me is hands down my favorite. Easy. Yep. I mean, there was the new movie coming out. We built it around there. It was excitement working with the 501st Legion, the guys that we just happened to find. Eric Hole went to the civil yeah. church and got us connected with the ones that go and do like the Rose Bowl parade. Uh, they go and do children's hospital visits. Got us all kinds of incredible costumes and movie props and stuff that building the sets. It was a really really cool fun time. And, yeah,
2: and I enjoyed. I mean, but again, you were doing a lot. Yeah, that one. That one was before my therapy <laughs>
1: <laughs> and speaking of therapy chip i yeah. didn't want to bring up one fail story they're not all wins you got to tell the kabuki drop story because this is one Oof. of the most famous Are you there chip mitchell yeah. story you okay, were working so okay mm-hmm. all right i was in monitor
2: world yeah so yeah, uh, let's uh, say <laughs> explain uh, make what, sure the what a kabuki is, is. oh okay. yeah so a kabuki is basically a long curtain and if you've been to a concert or something like that and they've kind of you know, block the stage with this curtain in there. Basically, uh, it drops. It's it's held in the truss with, um, uh, oh, I'm trying to think of it. The, they're like, uh, anyway, they're basically hooks that detach whenever you electrify them. So that as soon as you hit, you hit it with button, electricity and it drops and it, drops it. Yep. it opens the. It's a cool the, effect. The, yeah. It opens the stage up. So it just drops down and then it just, it's, you know, then you see whatever's going on. Well, it was the first, it was called the Anticantata, That's what we called it. And it was like the <laughs> What's first a cantata? Thing that Explain it, to
1: somebody if they don't know what a cantata is. I don't even know is. what a cantata is. There you go. But it's I, like a somber, yeah. reflective Christmas yeah. Eve service yeah. that's supposed to be. So we want to do the opposite
2: of it. Yeah. So basically, we did that, and the whole beginning of it was that the, the kabuki, the car- curtain was going to drop as soon as the... Uh, lights came on, and during the video. And
1: this was your idea, right? You pitched it. You yeah. were excited about it. You thought it was gonna yep. be a cool thing. You've planned it. You've got all the equipment. You've worked for hours to set it up. It's yep. time.
2: And we didn't have communication. Oh, like th- so. What? What you guys probably don't know is that behind the scenes there is so much talk that's going on, and everybody can hear each other. Which they sometimes, have uh, with mics. yeah, right. I refuse to wear one. <laughs> yeah. Well, he has to. Answer I don't a have fo- to, but he has thank to answer God. a phone. So. um Basically, uh, we didn't have a way to communicate, so Back there's then, no there's us, no yeah. stage manager going. This okay, is like
1: 2012, 11.
2: No, this is like 2010. Okay. So usually, typically, okay. So on a normal Sunday morning, uh, Jennifer is our stage Jennifer Moreland. Thank you for all you do. Shout out. Um, to you. The not- basically Jennifer is our stage manager. Well, she's going. Okay, stand by. We're going to um, the next song. And video coming up, and then we're counting on the minutes: five, four,
1: three, two, one, and then you go. So you didn't have that, right? And you might see like just where's an earpiece? They can tell something's right. wrong. We're trying to get better about that, but right, this so, 2010 time. Then yeah, the 2010, there
2: was no communication, and basically, I just told the guy, whenever <laughs> you see this happen on the 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 video, you <laughs> hit your the cue. And he's like,
1: <laughs> "Okay, I got it. All right, <laughs> we're going to y- name y- the y- guy, y- or, y- or y- are y- we're going to name no. Okay, all right, nameless."
2: No. He smokes a lot of weed. Anyway, um, <laughs> amen. Yeah, he does. So, uh, anyway, basically, we're going along. Everything's going fine, and they hit, and then just out of random nowhere, like, not the queue. not even close to the queue. You hear, <laughs> you hear, you know, like that. You know, just, and then the band the, band, the Thousands band, the of band, the band's through. not even ready. No, they're just going. They're it's like, hey, we're here. Oh crap! And and what? Uh, I was a lot more passionate back in that day. <laughs> mm, passionate's a good word. Yeah. And uh, I, I, in my age, I have chilled out. So I just I was at the front of the house and went, like, no! I just screamed out, just, just in, a like that, in a room full of thousands of people, people. Everybody turns and looks at you. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> and, and you know. Don't know why I'm just like now. Guttural now, now reaction. Now it would have had been. Now it'd have been like, well, just keep going, roll on to the next thing, you know, because mm-hmm. that—that's that's part of live. You can't predict <laughs> what's going to happen, when what's going to go down, you know, at any point in time that. That's, I mean, there we've had fails even recently, just the computer. Oh, I'm gonna stop working. Yeah. You know, fun. Just, if you're
1: ever watching the service, you're online and you see like the TV blink off or slides not working or something, just a little empathy, like Chip said, walk in somebody else's shoes, because it's a lot of moving parts that yeah. make all that happen. And these guys work really hard to do it, and it's a lot behind the scenes. And shout out Jen and Tricky, all these people that make it happen. We are thankful. But I will never forget as long as I live, you screaming out that no in that room and everybody just turns a look at you and there's just there's nothing you yeah, can do with that. Not not, not not my best mom, <laughs> not my best moment.
2: <laughs> That's when we couldn't even see Santa Claus. We didn't have. A spotlight oh, that yet. year too. I forgot. It was, it was the, the same, same thing. year. It's like oh, run run Rudolph, there goes there goes Santa. We had this really a- cool
1: idea. He's on a truck. He's gonna drive in, but nobody lit him. Nobody signs. <laughs> I don't even think that anybody <laughs> knew that he was there. He's waving. I was like, oh, there's Santa there's in just the dark. A black shadow. Yeah, <laughs> weird. Yeah. Should have got a spotlight. We keep yeah. getting better, Chip. It's better yeah. than ever. We're excited about this year. We want yeah. you to check it out this year if you've not been. Watch online if you're out of town. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's some great stuff playing the games. We're going to let people get the chance to play and win some Cyport gift cards, be able mm-hmm. to have a lot of fun doing that. So, before we get out of here, it's Christmas time. Jordan and Chip, let's mm. do some rapid fire questions. All right. Oh so, boy. just first, real quick, Christmas time favorite Christmas movie, Chip?
2: Uh, it's not a movie, it's a TV show. Okay. It's uh, love that. the uh, Charlie Brown Christmas.
1: Oh, we just watched the Thanksgiving one. That's good. Yeah. Hold up, Jordan?
2: Christmas vacation.
1: Christmas vacation. I'm going to say Wonderful Life. I love it. It's a Wonderful Life. F- favorite christmas song chip
2: uh it's actually the actual it's not same a song thing. It's, <laughs> it's it's uh charlie brown's uh the album it's the vince, vince Giraldi okay uh, trio There's but there there the 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 one that's good about that on that one is um oh christmas tree i think is the one that's really good on that okay yeah so. i
1: got that mixed
0: absolutely jordan you're going to call me a scrooge but i don't have one oh, of course you are
1: <laughs> ridiculous i don't
2: have very many Dude, Christmas, Christmas music, Kill kills me. A, it's not my favorite. Oh, there's so. guys.
1: Come no. On. Your little Grinch Hearts.
2: Yeah. Okay,
0: the Run DMC song. There we go. I can jam go. to that Christmas one.
1: And yeah. I can now jam we're to talking. that one. There we go. Uh, gosh, I can't even think of my favorite. I forgot to think of a favorite one. I like them all. All right. Fa- worst <laughs> Christmas movie, Chip. What's a movie you can't stand?
2: Oh, God. Uh, I don't. Uh, Batman Returns.
1: No, Christmas movie. He kind of has a Christmas movie. It is okay, a Christmas fine. Movie. Die hard. All right, Jordan. Uh the Hallmark ones. Any Hallmark? Any movie, Hallmark. They're That's all so actually bad. pretty It's good. always okay. the same story. It is. Yeah. Did you ever see the picture of all the covers of them side by side? No. I'm going to put it in the show notes and show you all later. They're all see the if same? Oh, it's unbelievable. I
2: will say <laughs> that that that's you know why people watch them that way, though? Because it's predictable. It's yeah, safe. They, it's it's safe comfortable. to predictable. Oh, and my wife like, sits no,
0: there, and she's like, I should have been a movie writer. <laughs> I'm like, yeah,
2: you should Because it's four years. Right. It's easy. Yeah. How
1: hard could it be? I, hot take, do not like A Christmas Story. I don't oh. really care for it. Could never watch it again and be fine.
2: Mm. Yeah. I don't like, think I've ever seen that one all the way through. Really? I don't think I have. It's
1: been around a while, Chip. There you go. Yeah. All right. All uh, right. Cider or eggnog? Do you drink either? Cider. Cider. There you go. I like some eggnog. That was some eggnog. And then this was a big one in our family. The first year that me and Mallory were dating, we had Christmas together. Her family is just like Lord of the Flies, ripping open everything at the same time. The wrong way, opening presents all the same time. Are y'all like those savages or do you go around and have one person open at a time?
0: I think it's a struggle in my house not to open them all at one time, but my mom gives all of us the debts there. See? That's right. And that's how my like, mom raised us, too. Ryan, it's your turn. She wants to see. Ryan's like, I already opened mine. Uh, all of them. Jiver. <laughs> It's one at a time.
1: There you go. Yeah. The right way. Thank you. Yeah. That's right. So thank you for listening. Merry Christmas. We hope you'll join us at the Convention Center. Go check out some of these past ones on YouTube. There's a lot of fun. The Star Wars, especially, if you're looking for one to jump in, it's my favorite. And thank you for being a part of the Simple Church this year. There's only a couple podcasts left. We appreciate you downloading. Make sure you subscribe. You get every episode each week as they come out, and we'll have more Christmas cheer next Wednesday. Chip, thanks for coming on.
2: You're welcome. Thank you all.
1: Jordan, Merry Christmas. Merry We're gonna get you some good Christmas music.
0: I don't want any. Don't send it.